Welcome to today's Suffolk Running Podcast, supported by Kingsfleet Wealth. We all know that times are tough, and if you're going to university, you might be thinking about starting a part-time job uh, when you get to study. But what about if you use a business as a way of generating some income to cover some of your costs? Uh, Well, today we speak with a mother and a son. We speak with Tracy Claydon and her son, Jake. Jake was going off to university, as you will hear, and they wanted to start a business that would help provide uh, some of the income that um, Jake would need uh, once he went away. Tracy always had an interest in a particular area, which is to do with beeswax candles and beeswax melts. This isn't an area that I know too much about, but when you listen to the sheer enthusiasm that Tracy and Jake talk about this business and how they have focused on natural products and natural scents, then I'm sure you will understand just why their business, even though so young, has been so successful. So let me introduce to you Tracy Claydon and her son, Jake. Okay, so it's lovely to uh, meet with you both, uh, Jake and Tracy. So Tracy is mum and Jake is son, um, and together you run U-Melts. So who wants to tell me about what does U-Melts make? So shall I start, Jake? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, so <laughs> U-Melts makes wax melts and candles. Pretty much all of our products are made solely using beeswax. So we've done a lot of research um, prior to starting the business as to what would be our preferred um, products to use. And most definitely beeswax one hands down every time for so many reasons. Um, We've not swayed away from that, despite being in the minority in the market. There's an awful lot of candle makers out there that will use soy. Um, but we'll leave you to do your own research as to why we do. Well, maybe you, maybe in a, yeah, in a moment you could just talk us through that. But um, obviously, we're all familiar with candles, but talk us through um, the other things that you make wax melts. Well, for not everybody may know what a wax melt is, what it does. Yeah, so a, a wax melt is different from a candle because with a candle, you're lighting it with a wick. And with a wax melt, you're just placing a bit of wax on top of, uh, say, a melting burner and then placing a little tea light or candle underneath. So it's heating up from below and then that's releasing all the fragrance from above. Are the candles fragranced as well then? Yeah, we do both. We do. Some people just love to have beeswax in its natural state. It actually has a naturally sweet smell. Whereas others do like us to load them with fragrance oils and we cover so many. I think we've got 22, Jake, haven't we now? Too many. (laughs) Yeah, 22 different fragrances, laundry and perfumes and uh, beach smells and various different smells. So hopefully we cater for for a lot of people. Talk us through why beeswax. I mean, you're obviously, yes, it's got the, the, the latent honey um, smell within it has it uh, beeswax but why is it is that preferable to other substances that people use for candles and melts uh, well we found that beeswax has many positives from like an ecological perspective because it's natural it's renewable and using it supports our local beekeepers as well which is also helping out other businesses 
and it it sort of makes people who purchase our products insensitized to looking after bees as well and, and was, the unknown that benefit that the bees are so very important yeah. to, to, to the whole the whole system you know it's, it's no um hidden surprises that i think the statistics are without bees 70 percent of our products would disappear our dinner tables would look really very different mm. without our pollinators yeah mm. when, when we first started this brand and our um business it was a bit of a light bulb moment for us because mum is always very keen you're a very avid gardener always growing plants and flowers that help the pollinators and we realized that through U-Melts we had an opportunity not only to produce something that's high quality but also use the brand to highlight how endangered bees have become and make awareness to it. Yeah it's nice seeing the um bees on your logo and uh, all over your website that's a, yeah. a nice pointer so how do you cut how do you get hold of the, the wax you say you use local beekeepers so they um sort of just provide you with a steady stream of that because you must need quite a lot yeah that's right i mean the business is still growing um we've uh, got one local beekeeper that we're working closely with at the moment in suffolk um i also get to spend some fantastic time over there with bees and I have to say, so I've learned so much and I still have so much to learn about the bees and the life of a bee. I was fortunate enough when I was over there last, they were playing up and they had a swarm. And I learned the whole reason why they swarm. It's not because they're going to attack people. It's simply because they're looking for a new home. They've outgrown their hive. Um, possibly a new queen is being created by the bees within the hive therefore the bees will lift their queen and they will move on to keep her safe um, and I watched the beekeeper as he gave them the option to stay or leave and he simply done that by putting a bee a small beehive into the bushes where they were swarming and he was explaining to me how the bees were all talking to one another and they do that by a dance and they wiggle their bottoms and they decide if they're going to take up home in that beehive that he's offered them or they will go and on this occasion they decided to stay so gradually one by one they marched their way into this new beehive until they were all tucked up inside it was absolutely fascinating so so we've got this tie-in with a local Suffolk beekeeper we have to keep his location secret because beehives, beehives are so very valuable um but it's in the most idyllic setting. I mean, I wish I was a bee <laughs> in one of those hives. Yeah, you'd, you'd be in heaven, yes. you, surrounded by all them flowers. And, oh, yeah. it's just absolutely idyllic. Um, so yes, that for us brings about our sense of traceability. So all of our products, we can see the journey that it's gone through. We can see how very well looked after the bees are and how happy they are. And that's that's. A big part of our business as well making sure that our products the bees are being looked after mm. so we know it's not you know harmful towards anybody yeah. anybody or mm. any little mm. insects or anything mm. so yeah yeah it's quite well, an amazing it, it, experience yeah 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 absolutely um so as a, a, a in addition to uh, the wax that you get from from beehives uh, and locally too, which is great. Um, there must be other inputs that you have into the process as well. Where where do you get hold of the 
the fragrances how, how do you get hold of those so it's a uk-based company it's fragrance oils they're never tested on animals uh, we don't use essential oils we do use man-made fragrance oils um they're vegan friendly so there's no nastiness about them at all so when you make a candle the there's it, there's a, some maths behind it in terms of the percentage of uh, wax versus the percentage of fragrance so one of the things I wanted to do or we wanted to do when we set the business up is make sure that we gave people value for money so a lot of the candle makers they go in quite light on fragrance yeah like a lot of the commercial candles and wax melts you'd say buy from the shelf in a store they're just not filled with enough fragrance I mean you'll light it and you won't even you smell it for about half an hour and we wanted to change that, didn't we? Yeah. So, so we go in top end. Basically, we load them with the maximum that you can to make it still viable with the products that you use. Um, I will always tell people when they're burning our wax melts, they are very highly scented. Control it by the flame. So when you fill your room with enough scent, then extinguish your, your, your tea light. So liken it to a can of air freshener you wouldn't go around the house with your finger on the can in old school terms until your can was empty and then it'd all be choking and lying on the floor after using a whole can you light it you freshen your room you extinguish your candle and then you go back and you relight it when you want some more that way your 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 wax melt is going to last you a really really long time before you need to pop it out and pop in a new one so how, how did you get the idea in the first place? Why, why did this feel like something that you wanted to get involved with? Well, um, first of all, before we uh, came up with the actual product itself, my goal was just to start my own uh, business because I started a three-year university degree in September of last year. And I just wanted to try and be as financially self-sufficient as possible. Uh, and getting a part-time job was an option, but I had the idea of starting a business with two objectives. And first, first of all, earning some money and second, learning some new life skills. Um, but Jake, you're pretty shy as well. Oh, uh, yeah, so, I, so I am quite a, big, a shy person. So it's and, a big um, learning curve for you. Yeah, so. absolutely. And with the market events that we've attended uh, where we're selling products in person, that has really given me the opportunity to you know, come out of my shell and talk to our customers face to face as well. Yeah, it's yeah. done. It's done tremendous for Jake and his confidence and that he, he, he historically he would run the other way rather than actually have a conversation with a stranger. So the fact that he was put himself in this position where he, he, he had no option but to talk to strangers and gradually he's become more and more comfortable with even I'd go as far as to say is to make a polite conversation <laughs> with complete strangers, which would have never been something prior that's to wonderful. emails he would have done. Yeah, no, that's wonderful. So did you have any background in business prior to doing this for either of you? So I, I've always been creative. I've, I've always worked in offices and in finance, so very different. But in my part time, I'd, I, I'm, I'm always creative. I do a lot of DIY at home, but I also spent a lot of time during lockdown doing art. So I'm an acrylic artist as well um, and just making things. I just enjoy that quiet time down and with my paint pots or whatever. Um, 
so I, I've always been able to do that. Jake is very good at pencil art. So between us, we are quite creative people. Um, but when it came to wax melts, it was because I always <coughs> loved to burn a candle or a wax melt at home. And we just came up with the idea because I got fed up with the quality of the wax melts and candles I was buying um, in as much as they just didn't last. Absolutely. Yeah. So Jake said, why don't we have a go? <laughs> yeah. So that's the bit I, that always fascinates me, how people then come to the market with their with their business idea, because it's one thing to have that creative thinking that you two obviously have, which is brilliant, but it's another thing to then turn it from something which could just be a hobby, which you could give away to friends and neighbours, um, to something which is a all singing, all dancing business. So um, how did you make that transition? So it's not come without its challenges. So we, we put together a project plan, you know, without, it would have been madness just to go in full on without having some kind of plan and strategy behind us. So the first thing we've yeah. done is first, test. First of all, what we've done was we'd all dabble in each of our own sort of sectors, but we'd divide up the work into basically three people. Mum was like head chef, cook. <laughs> I was the more uh, media and marketing on social media platforms like Instagram and TikTok um, and Facebook because um, before university I graduated from college and I did a media production degree and I, I really thought that them skills that I learned on that degree really helped me platform U-mounts onto social media to get us out on into the world and advertising but yeah so I was my sort of section would be marketing online and uh, making advertisements. Mum would be the head chef and cook, um, cooking all the work. Although you've dabbled, Jane. Yeah, although I say, we, we, we all dabbled. It's not always been successful. We've nearly lost the house a yeah. couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other section would be my dad, Simon, who was more of a uh, IT man. So he would come on... Uh, and work out any problems say with the website being built he was a huge part in building the website absolutely yeah goodness um that you see that in itself just creates all sorts of questions so I, so obviously your your selling point is the uniqueness of what you're trying to deliver the local impact and um the smells i suppose i mean that's ultimately the benefit that you bring how do you convey that through social media? Uh, Jake, I'm really interested in that because yeah, how yes. do you convey so to the benefit of a smell? Yeah, so we, we don't just advertise on social media. So it's not, you won't just see our products. We also share a lot about the bees. Yeah. So you'll see um, short videos about the bees. We also do lots of photography of flowers. Uh, we talk about the scents and, you know, just try to describe what they smell like and you know so people understand that homes really do smell fantastic when you burn new melts um you know be it it's summer and we've all got our stinky trainers on or we've all got whiffy dogs you know that have been swimming in the lake you know because we've all got those things and with the best will in the world sometimes you just need that little bit of extra help to keep your house smelling fresh um so so yeah we try and portray what it is we, we're delivering a solution 
to a problem for people. So we love wax, we love bees, we love flowers, but what we're delivering is a solution to your smelly issues, or just because you love a great smelling house that isn't all clinical with bleaches and things, you want something that smells a little bit special. I, I found as well using so, uh, social media really helped us connect to our customers in when we're making physical contact with our market days. So I was able to broadcast on Instagram live stories that um, I can say we're at uh, Stowe Market Market today at 4pm, come see us. And that would instantly give all of our customers, our loyal customers that are nearby, their heads up to come and see us. So is it physical markets that you tend to use primarily? Or do you use mail order? Do you have other ways <laughs> in which we? people can buy? We're evolving. It's a mix of the both, really, isn't it? We're evolving. So, so we started off on a scheme called the Innovate Scheme. So Jake was successful on the scheme, so he put in a pitch for that. And that's when he got his very first pitch in Stowe Market on a weekly basis, one day a week over in Stowe. That then evolved to several other markets across Suffolk um, for other event providers as well. So I think we've got over 14 locations now where we trade up. We've also got the online business, which we had taken the website as far as it could go. And we were, again, due to us being out talking to people, we met up with a fantastic guy called Stephen Moore, who is a marketing guru and lives out in Stone Market. And he's been supporting us to take our website to the next level. So what we've learned on our journey is far more comprehensive than just putting some pictures on a GoDaddy site. You know, there's the optimization, the SEO required. He's been a bit of a master in SEO. He's, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So we're now live on um, Google Shopping as well. So you can buy from us. Um, more recently, we're thrilled to get our first pitch at a permanent location. So there's a company called The Barn.co, which is over at Saks Munden, Friday Street. Um, and we're going to have a few shelves over there with our products on as well. So we're continually evolving um, in terms of where you will find us. I guess from your perspective, it's just trial and error in some respects. When you Absolutely. get the opportunity, well, you give it a go. Absolutely. And we've had our fingers burnt as well, Colin. You know, we've, we've signed up to some event organisers that unfortunately have, have not been good. And, you know, we've found ourselves coming away completely demoralised because they've failed their, their traders in so many ways in terms of marketing the events and, and, and things. But, but you're right, we've learned from that and we've learned where we like to trade, the companies we like to trade with and definitely what we will stay away from. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've gone to a few market events and we haven't been exactly pleased with them, have we? Mm. But it's the same sort of process as when we're actually making the beeswax melts. Like you said, trial and error. Mm. It's like we try and make some sense or some wax moles and say we overcooked it or burnt it mm. and i mean <laughs> with some market <laughs> events we thought this is yeah just... it was going to work out and it really really didn't so we've just recently signed up to do a weekly market at berry st edmunds so we're really excited to join that one because it's such a colorful market um i think wherever we trade at the moment colin it's tough you know, conditions are tough right now. Um, we are uh, a luxury item for most. 
um, an essential for some, but a luxury for mm. most. So trading conditions are tough, but we just have to, uh, and it's our mission to make sure that we are the best we can possibly be, mm. both in terms of the products we deliver and the service that we deliver. Um, so when people do have those pennies to spend on what we sell, they'll come to us rather than our competitors. This sort of getting stuff out to market is, is fascinating because um, you're, you're using the physical presence of being in a marketplace, but you're also using online where you can to raise an awareness and tell people where they can pick, pick up the goods. So, yeah, we're often talking at the moment of you know, post-COVID, the hybrid existence of businesses and people, but you seem to have absolutely grasped that. Yeah, when, when we first started, we saw the online business and the social media marketing as, say, a completely different entity to our actual market days when we're going in person. But it was only after a few weeks that we realised if we combine the two, then we can essentially bring both of our customers together, our online customers and our customers in person. And we can, like I said, we could tell our customers who are local that we're here on a certain day at a certain time we're doing this certain deals on that day um and if and you yeah. can't make it there's our website and we'll try and get it out to you today because we always try and you know as long as they give us enough notice we will always try and dispatch it on the same day so so for those regular customers who can't make it into the market town where they live um for any reason they can still order online so that's what my next question then is, uh, are you dealing with everything yourselves between you? So um, um, <laughs> attending markets, posting things, looking at what's coming so, in as orders. Well, yeah, I mean, there's the procurement side, there's the accounts, there's the crafting, there's the making, there's the selling, there's the pricing. I mean, like any business and, and like for any business, those first few years, are really hard you know we we do work really really hard to try and keep spinning all of those wheels and, and ticking I mean, all those boxes we're, we're still in relatively new days aren't we I oh mean, absolutely and in a couple of weeks i think it'll be the year anniversary of mm. when we founded the business and uh but we can say that we've really had some rapid rapid growth definitely for one year especially on that basis and you've got a chance to sort of look back over that year how's it uh, has it met your expectations both in terms of the demand that's out there but also you know the revenue and I'm conscious that there is a purpose in this Jake which is to sort of bring a bit of income in while you're <laughs> yeah. while you're a university so yeah how's that all stacking up one yeah, year on? I mean I'd say there's been a lot of surprises both advantages and disadvantages to it however overall i think it's been very successful yeah and and we still are very much of the mindset that the vast majority is being pumped back into the business so so we're not at any stage yet where we're, we're able to take a, a nice salary or anything like that there's still a lot of love going into you melts and a lot of reinvestment going into new melts we uh, finally invested in our own van. So we've gone from using the family car to uh, <laughs> and putting all the seats down um, to having our own van. We've invested in a big industrial gazebo, which is far safer than using anything flimsy when you're out at market. 
because um, these can be dangerous things if the wind catches them. We've we, gone never, we never have the, web, the weather on our sides either. <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> no, 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 that's always so, true. Yeah. We've gone from cooking in the kitchen and my husband is extremely pleased that we're now vacated and we've... Um, we've, we've, got... made a, we've made a little shed workshop <laughs> yeah. in the garden. But yeah, um, Dad's very pleased that we're gone because we're no longer stinking out the whole house. <laughs> well, I think it was more to do with the wax flying everywhere, with the best will in the world. I mean, fortunately, we've got wooden floors in our house, so it was never going to do it any harm. But still, you could spend as much time tidying up after a, a cook than actually the cook itself. So now that we're out in our own little purpose-built shed and we've, we've made it look really cool with all bees hanging everywhere and lights and it's a really cool place to hang out. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's a, just a very messy, messy ordeal, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, it is. Do you get the wax raw or do you get it cleaned up um, when it comes to you? It, it came to me cleaned once and then we've been cleaning it ourselves. Oh, that, so is a, that is a job. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very messy, but it's rewarding because mm. you're taking something from its rawest state, you know, it's literally still got the little bee paw prints all over it, mm. and you know, little bits of um, pollen and all sorts, and, and you're cleaning it and you're looking at it and saying, Well, am I happy with how clean that is? No, but again, they're the sorts of things we put on our Instagram. So if you look mm. at our Instagram account, you'll see us melting and cleaning the beeswax and mm. getting it from you know what it was to the beeswax that you will see in your candle that's quite a good one <laughs> um, that's good guess getting the wax cleaned up is um you know quite time consuming there's a lot of work involved yeah mm. an immense amount of work and no machinery is involved colin see and that's another big benefit and you know, it's all, it's all handcrafted. It's, it's all handcrafted. Yeah. I mean, all we've got is a camping stove. That's what we use in a double boiler system. So we're literally just manually doing this. We don't have big machines that are, you know, pumping out anything bad or pulling on the environment. It's just a manual process. You know, while we're waiting for these things to do, you'll find me outside tinkering deheading my flowers and <laughs> just popping in and out so it's just like a, it's a wonderful life yeah it just takes time doesn't it I, I it's been in an office I can tell you <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely um absolutely so how's how are you juggling this with your um, university life then Jake how's that going yeah so um unfortunately when I did start my degree in September I had to sort of stand back a little bit and I was still attending markets weekly however at that point we got to quite a busy schedule didn't we we yeah. had three or four market days a week because we'd sort of branched out to the other ends of Suffolk um, so I had to basically just step back and mm -hmm. only attend say one or two market events a week and mum or dad would have to step in for me for their market days because I'd have university but in them days where I was still at university I was still active on social media and on our website building as well so I, I didn't quite feel like I was being left out entirely um, yeah I think it's fair to say Jake does as much as he can do whilst doing what if for me and his dad is our priority that he, he gets his degree so, you know, we're supporting him and 
you know, come three years down the line when he's got his degree, he, he, he may well want to continue with UMELTS. Uh, I will certainly continue with it and we'll continue as partners or he might decide that it's time to go traveling or whatever else he decides to do. But as the degree, from when it started to as it evolved into that first year, it got far more demanding. And, and for us, it was like, no, that's fine, Jake. We need you. You know, it costs an awful lot of money to do a degree. And that is your true passion is uh, film editing. And that's what you need to do. We will be here to shore I mean, you up. Like we said, UMELTS, the business itself, it started as a hobby, yeah. essentially, didn't it? Yeah. And it quickly expanded into an actual business, a real business. And that's what was so surprising. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it just started out as a hobby. But we haven't given that's, them, we? Yeah. And that's great if you um, if you can enjoy that and then also use the skills that you have, Jake, which you're obviously learning and continuing to grow, to be able to enhance what people see and understand about the business as you do grow. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, that's it's really exciting. So so yeah, you were just touching on it there, Tracy, about how you see the future. I mean, it sounds as though you're just keeping all your options open, and I suppose Jake, that'll just depend on how things progress yeah. for you as well. Yeah, I mean, certainly for me, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm having fun and I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm loving the challenge of having so many different tasks. There's no time to get bored. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't foresee stopping it anytime soon, and we'll continue to work with it and grow with it. I think we'll evolve in terms of where you'll see us. I imagine we will become more of an e-commerce company, um, maybe uh, with attending uh, very large events rather than the smaller town events. Yeah, and our online presence is constantly expanding. I mean, only last week did we make a TikTok page and that's connecting all of our other social media accounts to that as well. And we're quickly gaining a viewership and... Uh, you had 7,000 views, didn't you? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was, I was quite impressive. Really surprised. <laughs> yeah. 7,000 views and about 1,500 likes, isn't it? So you was really pleased with that. Yeah, it's not bad for a starter, is it? That's good, no. right? So is that, is that the way in which you would perhaps grow the business in terms of creating it and selling it through other um, stockists, through uh, other shops or specialist areas? As we grow, it will become more and more challenging to keep spinning all of those different boxes. So to, to, to A, be able to make them and then to market them and to go out and sell them is going to be a real challenge um, with everything else that goes with running a business. So it's potential that what we will need to do is just focus on the making and our online business and leave the direct sales to others so we'll, we'll become uh, a seller to businesses for them to sell our products on. And that gives us an opportunity to have more time to focus on the quality of the product Yeah. as well. Because, and bring in new things. Yeah, and think of new items to add to our collection as well, yeah. So it's not forgetting we've already evolved away from candles. And again, this, this, was, this was pretty much done because customers asked for it. So although a lot of people like scent not everybody does for whatever reason but they love bees so we quickly grasp actually we're missing a trick here people just love bees so let's bring in some bee merchandise so we're gradually bringing in different bits of bee merchandise 
and you'll never see us selling anything that's unrelated to the bees it always has to link back to the bees but that side of the business is doing really well as well yeah great so listening to your customers is great um, message there as well listen to other opportunities that could arise if you listen to what they yeah we, what they are asking you for we do love listening to customers feedback because it gives us the chance to find out what products people do like and what they don't mm. it's even the look and feel of it isn't it i mean so everything we use down to our packaging we use something called glassine paper so a lot of wax melt companies what they do is they package their wax melts in little plastic containers mm. and they, they keep them looking very immaculate but they're plastic now we mm. didn't want to go there so we use this glassine paper it's a little bit more challenging for us because it does crease but it is so it's biodegradable degradable, it's uh, eco-friendly so we've gone down that route when you look at our market store all of our products are kept in batting baskets you know that nothing is you know, you won't see any plastics on our market stall as well. So we try and keep everything as natural and as earthy as possible. Really impressive because it's not just what you say, it's showing through what you do. Um, that it's something that's important to you. It's not a cheap option, Colin. Mm. You know, the plastic containers are so much cheaper than the glassing. Mm. But we just won't go there because we are not prepared to, you know this is who we are this is what we do yeah, this is what our brand represents yeah is all things good all things good for the environment and that includes the packaging and the labeling and everything mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's great you're sticking by your principles on that yeah yeah even though the you know the the, the market conditions out there are pretty tough and we are up against some well, I wouldn't say they're direct competition. There's an awful lot of these, oh, I can't mention a brand, but one of these cheapy shops where you can go in and you can buy yourself a pack of wax melts that are probably scented with 1% in a plastic container. That, 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 that is not us, you know, but if we was to go down that route, we could probably sell them for a pound. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably not yeah. to go there because yeah. we're not going to be part of that. Yeah, no, that's understood. Well, it's been fascinating hearing about the business and um, what, you, what you've been doing and yeah, in such a short space of time as well. Thank you. Well, thank yeah. you very much for having us. Yeah, thank you very much. And um, yeah, we, we'll look forward to keeping track of how you progress. So we will put a little link to your website on the, um, on the summary page, but just so that all our listeners know exactly how to find you. So it's umelt, spelled U-M-E-L-T-Z.com. Yep. That's correct. Yeah, that's Very us. Good. And there's lots of information on there. I would just say for anyone who's listening that um, there's so much information on there about what you do, how you do it, the purpose that you have, the focus on Suffolk, all of those really important stories. So, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Keep up the good work. And on our website as well, it has all the links to our social media accounts. So our Instagram, oh, yes. TikTok. So they can find us there as well. Mm. Yeah. And we've yeah. We love to give away a freebie. Yeah. <laughs> so every week up until the end of June, we're running a competition um, and people can have a chance to win one of our box sets. That's all on the website. Is that yeah. right? <laughs> Perfect. Excellent. Very good. Well, lovely, lovely to talk to you both. And uh, thank you for uh, just sharing a bit of an insight. And yeah, hope it all works out well for you in the future. Sounds very exciting. Thank you for having us. Thank you.
So thank you for listening to today's Suffolk Money podcast, supported by Kingsfleet Wealth. And in particular, we want to thank Tracy and Jake Claydon for the uh, fascinating story about UMELTS. And if you're looking it up on the internet, it's umelts.com. So that's U-M-E-L-T-Z dot com. An amazing story and a complete sense of passion about what they're doing, about this concern for the environment, of supporting uh, uh, bees and uh, the work that that they do in pollination. So uh, absolutely a a standing story and um, I'm sure you'll see them around if you visit farmers markets, Christmas markets and so on. I want to thank the team who support me in putting together the podcast, particularly to Sally Birch and Kevin Birch for all the work that they do in organising interviewees and editing, and to Joy Day who ensures that everything gets put online in the right place at the right time, and for ensuring that our website is always kept up to date. So please do uh, continue to follow us on the Suffolk Money Podcast. If you have any interesting stories or anything you want us to uh, find out about, then do get in touch. We're always interested in speaking with business leaders, entrepreneurs, community groups, charities about the work that they do in and around Suffolk. And I hope that you'll subscribe. And if you could give us a really good rating, then it will help others find us. Uh, We're available on our website, which is suffolkmoney.co.uk, or you'll find us on Facebook as well. So you can get in touch through a number of different methods. So thank you once again for listening, and we hope that we will see you again very soon.